this week on Take Warning Podcast. Hey, okay. you notice how we were talking about Natalie Portman and all of a sudden Rick got another phone call? Yeah, yeah right. And look how excited he is right <laughs> he now. He is really he is happy. so happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must have found your luggage, huh? <laughs> yeah. She called He's him like, back. Yes, I'll send you five grand right now. I understand. Yeah. You must, you know, you must have needs. You know, you need to eat, right? You probably haven't eaten anything in days, you poor thing. <laughs> she's she's yeah. like, can can you can you pay for my cab ride back to my mansion? And she obviously it's Natalie Portman, so she doesn't eat McDonald's. She needs five star restaurant food. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be pricey. commercials. And, and then Rick, Rick is getting excited. He's like, oh, I was culinary school. I can make you a five star <laughs> meal. <laughs> you know, I'm not even mad at you about that. I do that on our sports pod. Take warning. All things sports comes out weekly. I do that literally every time. Preston has tried to figure out a way to keep me from screwing up the intro for months, and he can't <laughs> figure it out. He mutes things. He does other uh, things. It's still like you'll hear me at the beginning of the intro somewhere. I mean, it's I crazy. was literally muted on my end. No, I heard you talking. Yeah, I have a little button on my mixer uh-huh. that mutes me, and I was already muted. But then to answer you, I would unmute myself, answer you, and then you would mute me on that end. <laughs> I'd unmute myself, and then go from there and this is a great intro you shut the fuck up greg hey everybody welcome to take warning is that better (laughs) Uh, they do greg now doesn't i'm to be seen not heard that's what lee told me what yeah why who told you that you told me to shut the f up no greg i i kind of agree with him you got a face for radio bud i i agree i totally agree for that Dude, so Rick, um, so you were not on um, an episode recently, and I know I'm I mean, I we it. totally read on that podcast. Go back and check it out. How you quit the podcast because you hated us so much, but yet you're back for this episode, man. So do you want to tell us kind of like well, what I was happened? Back for the like... other episodes that we released. What's that? What? What? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna tell you what happened. Can't wait. I have to tell you guys a uh, hard truth. Right before we were about to record, um, I got the call. Um, Nellie Portman? Yeah. I got a text message. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. it was her. I'm pretty sure it was her. I couldn't, you know, it was a number that wasn't in my phone. And, uh, was it somebody with an Indian accent? Like, uh, all like I got, Indian, all I got India was, country? hey, how you doing? And I was like, wrong number. And they're like, oops, I'm sorry. And I was like, Natalie? And, she, like, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a giggle. There's a giggle. They're right? like, yeah, and then they sent back uh, WYD, and I said, "Oh, nothing." Did they ask ASL too? Uh, no, they 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 just asked like, "How are you?" And I was like, "I'm good." I knew this wouldn't take long for you to reach out to me. And, she asked um, for money. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if she asked for money. I'll, I'll send you a check for sixty thousand if you send me five thousand dollars back. Right. Okay. Keep the rest. I, I just, I just, Rick. It was it? She made it from Paris to Boston, Logan, right? Uh, she was at Logan Airport. And um, somebody had stolen her purse and her luggage got trapped there and she needed a small boost uh, to get that stuff released. But because she's Natalie Portman, I knew that if I gave her a thousand dollars right now to, to get her stuff out of impound and get her stuff, <laughs> she'd be able to fly back to L.A. and pay me back tenfold, you know, and the magnetism would start. So, yeah. Yeah, duper. She might ask <laughs> for a little bit of money. That doesn't You're on your way, money. Rick. It's, it's, it's a small price for love, right? I have not heard her since the Zell went through, though. Like, I haven't heard her from her at all. So I'm, I'm waiting. But, yeah, that's what happened. I, I missed the show for that. I apologize. But it was intense. It's like I, mean, I, I didn't expect it to happen so fast. Thank you. I mean, let's just all hope and pray she's in a safe place, a safe space. I had to explain this to my wife, too, and that was that was awkward. That took another hour, so. I want to hear that story. How did that go? <laughs> Yeah, hey, babe, I'm going to send a thousand dollars to Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> and and her rebuttal. I'm just going to ride this stupid shit out. Yeah. I said, OK, <laughs> that's what she, she said. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'll just ride this stupid shit out. Do whatever you think is right. But, you know, this is are you sure it said like Natalie Portman and like not Natalie Portman? You well, know, it did because those scammers can kind of get matter? tricky like that, you know? 
Well, I mean, the way they there was a U when she typed out port. So mm. that was kind of weird, like poor man. But mm. I thought maybe it was just because she was freaking out. She was using something. <laughs> Obviously. She doesn't have her luggage, you know. Yeah, right. She, right. Uh, she needs to invest in Apple AirTags. I, I kept telling her that. Like, you need to look at the AirTags. They're they're brilliant. Um, But I'm sure with the $1,000 that I gave her, she'll, she'll at least buy one or two to throw in her luggage to get back here to L.A. And, you know. You know where things are going, so I might not be on the show after this. You know, yeah. I can't. Wait, wait, you're gonna quit the podcast? I might not have time. What are you gonna be doing? Striking with her for SAG AFTRA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> My girl needs to make money. <laughs> hey, while you're there, can you do me a favor? <laughs> <laughs> what I meant. I I need you, okay, to find uh, the Obama children. Yes, Sasha. The Obama Malia. children are no, 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 just. Just go back, listen to the conspiracy episode. It'll explain everything. But it is important that it that we need to know if Sasha and, and Malia are at the uh, right. And yeah, and I, going... mean, I don't know when I'm supposed to meet her there, so I the strike might be over. Who knows what's going to happen? But I haven't heard from her since. No, 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 no. Night. Don't wait for the strike to end. We this is this is important. Oh, um, so imperative. Greg, you work in transportation at a bus station. I don't know if you know anything about air travel, but how long does it take to get from Boston to L.A.? Um, I think it's about a three, three and a half hour flight. That's it to go across the country. Yeah. Well, from, from Boston, Boston, maybe four. Maybe more than that. It's like it's, it's almost four hours just to go to Houston. I to go to nah. New Orleans, it was four and a half hours. I mean, no, yeah, I'm I'm gonna guess six hours, six and a half hours. All right, so six and a half hours plus the eighteen that I didn't hear from her. <laughs> maybe maybe she just got caught up getting a rental car to, to the house. You, I'm just trying to know. put the timeline together why I haven't heard from her. I mean, I sent like a thousand texts. I'm not. You should go to the. You should go to the SAG after strike and look for her, see if she's there. I could. And while you're there, Natalie, (laughs) see what they do. All right, so six hours and fifteen minutes. I was off by five minutes. I'm sorry, guys. Well, Greg was. He was thinking in bus time. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you. Oh, when you said LA, I thought you meant Louisiana. My bad. Buses are apparently much faster. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of travel, so he's did saying, you guys see that magic school bus? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the the lady who lost her shit on the airplane, yeah, thinking Tiffany that Coleman. the person, yeah, Tiffany. I, 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 no, I have not seen any of this. Over there? Yeah, I know what you're huh. talking about. Yeah, so, um, so she actually uh, went on Twitter and did like about, I think, like a two minute video apologizing for her actions. Two minutes and, and thirteen seconds. You oh. haven't seen any of it, but you, yeah, you haven't seen any of it at all. <laughs> it ended. Uh, dupe, well, what was I she wearing? Found Duper's Portman. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dupe, please continue. No, 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 no. I, I want to hear your question about it. I oh, mean, no. So I was going to say, uh, yeah. So um, do you think her apology was legitimate? And do you think that the internet can move on from bullying her? And That motherfucker ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> that video that video ain't real that ain't her it's not her oh it's my god video. there's yeah. a conspiracy saying that those are two different people they're yeah. two different people she does not okay. look the same so no is the the apology real no it's so, not real so which one do you think looks better the girl on the apology or the girl on the airplane 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 mm. yeah. yeah i think that yeah that um so where is that girl on the airplane then? Dude, the this CIA, isn't the same person. The CIA obviously has has her. Um, because the other thing, if you notice in the apology video, she never addresses what she was talking about. She apologizes to the children and to the passengers on the plane for saying that motherfucker. But she yeah. never says or addresses what she was referring to. She does not give any explanation. Why? Does she have to though? Because the CIA has her locked up in an underground basement, and we'll never see her again. The actual Tiffany Gomez will never see her again. Mm. So do you think this was like an AI-generated apology then? Uh, no, because if it was AI-generated, then it would have looked like her. But it could have been a deep fake. Or a deep fake, yeah. Still, it would have looked like her. No, it's, it's obviously mm. a, 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 what, what do you call that? A double, right? An impersonator. Hmm. 
Either way, at the end of the day, if that was in fact her, that was definitely written by some fucking lawyers. That was not her own apology. Well, okay, so... Oh, man, I don't want to break from my character here. (laughs) 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 But... On the video that you never saw, you have no knowledge of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tiffany Gomez is... And they put her information out there. Like, the New York Post put her house out there. uh, Or... or, I don't know if it was the New York Post. I do know that they re posted it it might have been the daily mail but they they put out her home uh photographs of her home and and uh, a link to her job and all kinds of stuff but she's yeah she's a marketing executive so this is kind of what she does is marketing and and pr and um marketing control right so she's just trying to get out there so then it doesn't impact her future earnings or so do you think that this this apology was was it good enough? No, because it doesn't explain who that motherfucker was. <laughs> no, like nobody cares about your apology about using like bad words on a plane. Nobody is. Well, I don't think it was mu- as much about bad words as it was how delayed the flight was. Don't even care about that. That inconvenienced a hundred people. No, don't care about that. What we care about, the inquiring public needs to know. If you're on that flight, you'd care about it. Yeah, a hundred people care about it. That's it. The rest That's of us more like probably like about close to two hundred. The rest of oh, us, Greg, stop it. What? The rest of us care about what was on that plane. People. No, that motherfucker was not real. <laughs> she pointed back to him. She was very clear in her her, her language. No, we didn't know. We didn't know what she saw, mm-hmm. and um, what made her think it wasn't real. That's what she needs to address. Was she high? It didn't look like it. It just sounded. It, it looked look like, like it. She, she was standing in the middle of a plane, screaming, "That motherfucker right there!" Yeah, but she wasn't He's like slurring. Real. She wasn't. She. I mean, she was when she was walking. She wasn't like fumbling over anything or stumbling. She, she wasn't like jittery. She was direct in her language. Um, she still could have. I don't high. think she was intoxicated. She was know? obviously emotionally distraught because yes. she she saw something that's Mushrooms not make real. You see some shit, man. If you see something and you're sober, one hundred percent non impaired. And you see some reptilian overlord on the back of the plane, dude. You would sound like that too. Would I? Yes, one hundred percent. I've heard high pitch. I'd ride it out. Have you? (laughs) 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 So, no, that apology was complete garbage. We need to know. Does she? What actually happened? Is she like married, kids, family, anything like that? Single, single. Hey, you notice how we were talking about Natalie Portman, and all of a sudden Rick got another phone call. Yeah. yeah, right. And look how excited he is. Right he now. is really he is happy. So happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must have found your luggage, huh? Yeah. She called He's him like, back. Yes, I'll send you five grand right now. I understand. Yeah. You must, you know, you must have needs. You know, you need to eat, right? You probably haven't eaten anything in days, you poor thing. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's like, can can you can you pay for my cab ride back to my mansion? And, and she obviously it's Natalie Portman, so she doesn't eat McDonald's. She needs five star restaurant food. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's going to be pricey. Commercials and, and then Rick, Rick is getting excited. He's like, oh, I was culinary school. I can make you a five-star <laughs> meal. <laughs> uh, what I miss. Back, so, uh, so, Rick, welcome back. Why were you so happy on the phone right now? I got really excited. Um, I thought I tried calling a number. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Right now is the time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to just try and call him. Yeah. Um, okay. Got excited. That was just me leaving. Um, I'm, I don't want to call it a desperate uh, voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> now I'm kind of concerned about my money. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> well, did you send her more money? No, I mean, I I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah. I thought good. maybe the first transaction didn't go through, so I sent mm. a little bit more just to see what happens. Then he wasn't I, sure if the second it. one went through. I don't know. It's okay. There, there's another big story out there that, that has a lot of outstanding questions right now, right? Um, so the Hawaiian wildfires happened out there in, in Maui, and it's terrible, right? It's, it's the worst, it's second worst modern day fire in in the United States. Uh, the death yeah. toll continues. Real quick, to rise. if you guys want to, you know, donate and show your support on that, make sure you're, you know, doing it through legit donation sites. Uh, unfortunately, scammers like to you know, take advantage of these situations. So 
You know, if yeah. you go to like websites like the Red Cross, they can show you like legitimate resources to where you can actually yeah, donate all, to support. It'll all point you back to some government entity somewhere. Make sure you donate when it's a government entity for sure. Sorry, yeah. dude. Just wanted to put no, that out there first. Good. There was sarcasm there. I do there. think that you need to be, you know, supportive. Support. These are these are Americans. These are people with a beautiful culture. And do Hawaiians uh, consider themselves Americans? No, but I feel like they just consider themselves Hawaiians. Well, I mean, no, no they do. They're very patriotic. Yeah. Did you yeah. know? I didn't know this, but the the largest uh, population of Hawaiians outside of the islands themselves is Nevada, California, Nevada. Southern probably California. Vegas. Vegas. I mean, dude, they call Vegas the ninth island, bro. I, I, I keep mean, saying it. It's Southern California. I literally heard this. <laughs> yeah, Nevada. Oh Nevada. my god. So <laughs> god, every time you say literally, it reminds me of Parks and Rec. Literally. <laughs> the show, yes. So so what what do you guys think caused this wildfire and what made it so extreme? Jewish lasers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm happy I didn't say that because so, there is a conspiracy theory out there about a laser, right? They whoa, 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 whoa. But just a, the the Chinese laser, or are we talking the Jewish laser? Because no, well, yeah, I have laser. not heard this one. What is What's this? The one? difference between a Jewish laser and a Chinese dude. Laser? Seriously, Rick, you have Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, number, right? Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, okay. I forgot about it. Okay, <laughs> okay. It so you're saying it was an American hit by accident? Me? Yeah. No, it was a Jewish laser. So what does that have to do with the Israelis? Are you saying the Israel the Israelites did it? No. Then what 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 are you even saying? That it was a fucking Jewish laser. <laughs> yeah, that does I've said it 17 times now. Okay, so let's just move oh, past that laser oh, is a key word there. Right. There's, right. Uh, there's, but, but what there's group theories out there. What group of Jewish people did this, Lee? The Jews. All of them? <laughs> so Lee, you're like Jewish. So you're really saying bad. you did this? Yeah, sure. I mean, oh Lee God. is Jewish, so maybe he has inside information here. Um, I mean, just just hear me out here. Uh, so, I don't know what is should. the difference between a Jewish laser? I just and wanted any to say Jewish laser. lasers. Okay, it was almost like how how I was a hundred percent on everything for a certain episode. I just wanted to say that it's Jewish lasers for everything right now. Stop fucking questioning me and just go with it. Well, I, I mean, I, are, no, are I Jewish cannot. lasers like kosher? They're just really they're yeah. Really there's zero bacon fat in a Jewish laser. Super cheap to make. Unlike the fucking Chinese. Those weirdos. Whoa, Lee, what, uh, Rick? What, <laughs> what? What is the Chinese laser that you were talking about? I didn't say Chinese. Oh yes, yeah, I, I, I added that. No, I added that. I was yeah, saying, yeah, dude, so. you're the one who I said, said Chinese laser. laser. I keep, I'm coming back again, just like Southern California. I said fucking laser. That's it. So where is this laser coming from, Rick? China. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I did spoil because Rick and I did talk about this off the podcast. Yeah, I know he's gonna he's gonna spoil everything we talked about. So, real real talk, this is literally what I told Duper last night when we were talking about this. My issue right now is I haven't seen a widely reported cause of the fire. We know the fire was terrible. We know the fire hurt a lot of people. We know the aftermath of it. And we've heard some complaints about the, the reaction by the local government there to be able to give the warnings. We hear all of those stories. I, I actually, after we talked to her, I went and looked, right? I was looking for a, a cause. Tell me what caused this fire outside of the conspiracies, because there's some interesting ones out there. What would somebody say? And yesterday, just yesterday, one random, like in the middle of Pennsylvania newspaper, put an article out there saying that they had heard that potentially the high winds from the uh, hurricane a thousand miles away um, blew a tree into a power line, which knocked the power line over and started the whole fire that erupted over half the island. I don't believe that because I keep in my mind, and Greg, you've been there. I, I haven't been there yet, but Hawaii. I haven't been to Maui. Tropical. Yeah, but I mean, they're tropical fucking islands, right? Everything's lush and green and wet and moist, and there's humidity and there's rain all the time, and there's and this 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 know. is this is hurricane season, right? So you would think most things would be wet during this so time of year. How is it so dry and brittle that it's a California fire on an island? Like I, I'm having a hard time understanding that. Maybe because we live in California, and I know what a wildfire looks like because they happen here every year and it's because it's very well, dry you, and very you also got to remember too man it's not all mountainous and all lush you know the the islands of hawaii are very dense areas right like yeah there's but there's a lot of different vegetation and there's also a lot of mountains you know um volcanoes and and the terrain that they all cause and whatever but they're also a very dense 
area, right? I mean, there's only so many people you can put on an island, right? right. And um, so density obviously played a huge impact on the death toll and the reason why this fire spread so quickly, right? Like it wasn't in the mountains of California, right? I mean, this was in a small, densely packed you know, place. And the minute it takes just one building or one vehicle or whatever, it's just going to literally spread. Right. And the resources on that Island obviously aren't as vast as us that we have here on the mainland too. So that also plays a contributing factor. Now, what caused it? I have no idea, but were those reasons that led to the devastation? Yeah. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. But again, we're talking about aftermath. I'm trying to figure out what sparked it. Was this an intentional fire? Was this truly an, un, a, you know, an act of God? But I mean, how? And uh, another thing that adds to it being an intentional and leading into the conspiracy theories is that Hawaii has a, a very um, sound infrastructure of sirens all throughout the island. So whenever there's, there's any kind of uh, emergency on the islands, these sirens are supposed to go off to notify all the residents that something's happening. The sirens never went off they got text messages and, and they got the warning systems and many people just got a neighbor knocking on the door telling them that we need to evacuate. Well, it was there's, three in the morning. There's rumors on the internet and in news reports saying that, I mean, prior to the fire getting completely out of control, the fire department was just saying, stay in place, shelter in place, just stay home. There was no warning system from the sirens. Why did that never go off in this situation on that Island? Right. But yet the sirens go off on a, a false alarm attack when they thought that they were having yeah, missile right. attacks was, from yeah. Russia, right? Was it Russia? Russia or North China? Korea. North Korea. It was North Korea. North Korea, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But no, that's a very fact, valid point, right? Greg, speaking of that, if you, you just got a quest, a meta quest, there's actually a it's it's like an immersive experience, but there's a it's a documentary that was made about that situation <clears> on, <throat> on the islands. And you can actually watch it from the beginning to the end of that situation on what happened, how the people reacted. And it's really interesting, but yeah, that was a North Korean missiles, what they thought it was. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So, now, I mean, lightning could have caused it too. I'm reading right now how, you know, because of all the winds that were taking place, um, with, uh, wind speeds between 60 miles per hour and gusts all the way up to 81 miles per hour mm -hmm. across that part of the Island means that fire can travel one mile every minute. That wind was there. A month ago with a tropical storm harder wind right but that wind was there when a fire wasn't right but now the wind was there with the fire so if fires i'm just trying to say like if fires traveling at that rate yeah what alarm system do you think is going to be effective well, from well five it, miles it, away, it doesn't the minutes. sirens can go off so then people can at least attempt you, you, you can't just give in the nihilism and just give up there right oh like, no i was gotta, i was just i was just asking yeah you gotta make and it even even safe. five miles away if something is traveling yeah. At one mile every minute, you got five minutes, maybe six minutes to get out of there, and right. you're not notified until you have one minute to get out of there. What good does that do you? Dude, that's one minute, and that's one more minute than you would have had. Exactly. And and if that saves one or two or a thousand lives, it's worth every one of them, right? So yeah, you, you sound those alarms, you get those yeah, sirens. I think going. the death toll's up to what ninety now. It's it was ninety nine last I saw it, and then it was rising um there was like a thousand people still missing and and they can't identify some of these bones because they're they're they're, they're just so burnt um i heard one report that, that some bodies are just ashes right they're going to pick people up and and they're just just ashes, ashes. like yeah, they're just gone it was so, that hot these flames were but how did the how did the right how did it get that hot that's the question that's where everybody well, is like how did it get so hot but you got to remember though too, right? Okay, think about okay, you're in a densely think about all the hazardous materials you have in your house right now. Think about all the hazardous materials businesses have. You know, kitchens with grease, right? Mm -hmm. Um auto body shops with oil and flammable objects and stuff like that, right? Like it is it is no surprise that in a densely packed area such as Hawaii or anywhere, you know, that I mean when it all it takes is just to have it start and then once it starts it's just going to keep going right and then everybody has enough hazmat in their house from paint thinner to you know oil to wd-40 to whatever right um and then i mean i think that happens in like an arson situation too where um 
like when fire investigators come out, when people like kill people and then they'll set a house on fire to try to cover up the bodies, same thing. Right. Um, so any one of those things can, can kind of contribute to temperature rising and, and things of that nature. Here, here's and a, a natural gas too. If, if, I mean, if you explode like, you know, gas lines and stuff like that too, like absolutely. So here's, here's another thing that's leading to the conspiracy theories is that none of the celebrity homes have been reported to be damaged in this. And then, there's reports that resorts and some big banks have been out there trying to buy these, this land up for some time so they can build resorts on that land. Uh, now that all this is burnt to ash, uh, these people have no home. They're not going to have, you know, Joe Biden's $700 that he's sending to them. It's not going to be enough to rebuild their home. Uh, you're in a position where you have to sell your land and you have to move, right? So then that gives these banks and these big resort companies the ability to move into these um, on onto this now vacant land and, and build up. Do you think that that's possible yeah. that, that it, the fire was intentional? So these, these big mega corporations can move in and build on top of it. I heard that too, but with so much devastation, it's going to take years to recover from that destiny. If, if what they were looking for was land, you mm -hmm. know, like there's better ways to go about it than, you know, a resort, a resort, you just build right over it because a lot of that's just concrete, right? So all you need for that resort to be beautiful is yeah, but everything surrounding it is still going to be burnt and ash and everything else, right? Who's going to want to yeah, visit a fucking resort that's surrounded by ash? It's gonna it's gonna take five to ten years to get that back, yeah. right? Well, to get the the resorts built, so in that time, yeah, it's gonna regrow. It's not going to be trouble anymore. Like some of the some of the fires that are still happening in California, like they still haven't grown back. You can still tell where, you know, wildfires yeah. happen and everything. Yeah, but I mean, if you build the resort and then a little town around that, that covers up all the. Ash but this is the entire island, dupe. This isn't I, just. I know, I get it. Yeah. You know, well, isn't it was like it was, one small town. It wasn't the entire island. It was well, like, but because, it was a large portion of the island, right? And most of it was off the coast, right? It wasn't like inland. If I if yeah. I'm not mistaken, it was Lahaina, and Lahaina was like the oldest area of the island. Uh, something that I was thinking about when you kept talking about densely, and it's funny because I brought up an article so you guys could read it too. But they were talking about what uh, so many of the buildings were wood frame and very old. That's what created such a higher damage rate because that is the oldest part of the island, right? So makes sense that you're going to have a bunch of old buildings and they don't really need to change them because you're living on a tropical paradise. It's not like you need to get proper insulation or something dude and they're still going it's one's yeah, only 85 percent contained the other one's only 60 percent contained that's crazy i'm still reading this whole like cremation thing i'm i'm confused i'm like researching it so right now it's still unclear and authorities are saying the cause of the uh, fire is under investigation as of now and it's been almost a week um yeah 85 percent contained in lahaina uh, there's another blaze known as the upcountry fire and it's around 60% contained. That's what's happening right now. As of this recording, um, there are at 101 people dead. They brought in an extra morgue. I know California sent out, um, two dozen cadaver dogs to help because they, they're limited on resources. Mm -hmm. So they, they have cadaver, cadaver dogs that just arrived uh, recently. Oh, it's right there too. So we know that that's happening. Um, they've gone through 32% of the search area, so it's real slow going, which sucks. Um, I think trying. the investigation in, into the fire, I'm going to give them some leeway on that, honestly, because I'd prefer them to thoroughly investigate it and actually find the reason as opposed to just giving possibilities out there, right? Because possibilities, if they say it's one thing and then a week later they say it's something else, again, that's going to lead to more conspiracy theories. Oh, and getting back to this notification, as we're seeing this, um, the officials failed to activate the sirens and instead relied on a series of sometimes confusing social media posts. Meanwhile, residents faced power and cellular outages, so they weren't even getting the notices because the cell tower is getting burned down. There's no power. How are you going to get on the internet and see the post? They needed to use the fucking sirens. I agree, 100%. That's yeah, the Well, because we're so dependent on this modern technology and in, in a real world emergency, our modern technology fails immediately, right? Like the text messages and all that stuff, um, that stuff's not dependable. <clears throat> it really is not. But 
my prayers yeah, I mean, go out to all those people out there. It's a it's absolutely. a terrible tragedy. And then also another thing too is that um, you know, if you uh, for those of you guys who have airline miles, um, you can also donate your airline miles to, um, to I think all the airlines are taking them right now to get people off the island or to other parts of the other islands, um, to help them recover. So feel free to donate if you don't have money, but you got airline miles. Feel free to donate your miles as well. There's there's a lot to it. It's a it's a tragedy. It, it really is a tragedy. But conspiracy theory wise, if five years from now we see that those are all resorts in that area, I might uh, lend a little weight to that whole idea that maybe this was done intentionally. Yeah, me too. Because I I think the right thing to do in this situation is to help these people rebuild their homes. Right. Right. Because this is this is their life. Right. And, their and sacred land, man. We're talking about houses that have uh, you're talking about this is the oldest part of the island right so these houses have been in their family for generations this is this is their home this is generational homes um the right thing to do is to help them rebuild these homes and rebuild that that community uh yeah if it if this community becomes you know bill gates newest vacation home or um a, a series of resorts i'm, I'm going to find that absolutely vile and disgusting yeah. Capitalizing off of the tragedy of thousands. Yeah. So yeah. if you're traveling to Hawaii, be warned. Um, Oahu is swamped um, severely. So they, they've given up. They've found 2,000 locations now, and they're still looking for more. Um, but a lot of it is hotels, and they're trying to find, like, more permanent housing for them for the time being. But the islands are going to be a little out of whack for a the foreseeable future and not to mention on oahu there were more fires at the same time i uh of course i i read about it but a, a golf course out there a very popular municipal uh golf course burnt down because of this wildfire so that's how i found out there were more fires on other islands so there's, there's something so the only casualty there. was the golf course no no but that's oh. But you know that's what I got out of it because my no, mom went to because oh, cool. if it was just a golf course, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if obviously if people or a business got impacted, then you know yeah, golf course is a for business, motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the building and shit. I mean, if it was just like the 18th hole or something like that, like okay, whatever they'll so they'll recover. if it was one hole, you're okay with it. But yeah, that'll be fine burn the building or all the holes well they can't do business if they burned any of the holes i'm sure they got insurance <sighs> greg i'm just pointing out that you picked out the one fire story because it happened on a golf course that's yes, exactly no 100 that's exactly what happened <laughs> my, my mind saw that and it stuck in my brain like oh no Hey, so uh, speaking or transitioning over to another sports story that kind of made the news. So, because so I'm just bringing that up for you. Oh, I do what is this? What is it? Go ahead. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, there we go. So, Michael Orr, so he was famously known from the movie The Blind Side, where uh, he was a kid, I believe. Um, was it, it was Mississippi, right? Um, Mississippi or Tennessee, I can't remember. But anyway, I uh, had a rough childhood growing up. Um, and basically what he thought was that he was adopted by this pretty wealthy family in, I believe, Tennessee. Um, and then this whole time, he thought that they adopted him, right? And he got in the football. He became a, uh, a guard, uh, actually made it to the NFL, played a few years in the NFL. Um, Sandra Bullock starred in the movie about his life called the blind side um so he you know movie was a hit uh dude had his you know i don't think he's a hall of fame player but i mean but he, he played play in the for nfl a for a few years yeah. retired um and now is going public saying that the family that adopted him actually did not adopt him and instead signed him up for a conservatorship and he did not see any of the profits from the blindside film and is now suing them in court. And like additional news that came out today was that I guess uh, one of the family lawyers said that he had reached out to them to say that if if he did not give if they did not give him fifteen million dollars, then he was going to take the story public. Right. How much money did they make from that movie? Oh, it had to have oh, been. I mean, it made a shit ton. That was well, a, a movie made a ton of money, but how much did they? Andrew Bullock got an Oscar off of it. 
Yeah, but that doesn't You're not answering his question. How much the but, no, I mean, I don't know, but um, but I, I know everybody in that family got royalties from it except for him. Okay. I don't know what the article they, they actually says, what the profits were of. I, I don't um, know enough about this story at all. There you go. So um, according to the legal filing, the movie paid the toys uh, each $225,000 plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds. So that's a lot of money each. So that's half a million dollars. Yeah, but he's asking for $15 million. How much that's a lot more than that. Film, net proceeds. How much did the blind side make? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I'll look that up. Um, um, so, I mean, but either way, so he thinks that this family, you know, adopted million him. Dollars. Okay. Wow. Yeah. A lot of money. That's a lot of money. And that was back in when it came out, too. When did it come out? That's not including the residuals and replays. 2004? 2005? Somewhere in there? time ago. So, I mean, that was 300 mil in that time, right? Um. But I mean, but here's the thing: is that it was a movie about his life story, right? And well, he saw no profits of it. You want to know the so best here, part here. about all that just now, though? Hold on, I'm sorry. His wallet says that they each got two hundred twenty-five thousand plus two and a half percent of the film's proceeds. Right above that, it says a film that earned more than three hundred million dollars. <laughs> so I, ju- I just want to point this so out. So with Good that job, amount man. of money, that means they and they each they they each, were entitled. So they to each got two and a half percent. So they that two and a half percent is seven point five million each. So that means this guy is asking for all the profit that they made off um, the story. Off this story, I, and you got to think that they got taxed on it, right? So they they took home half that money. Um, so he's asking for them to to pay him essentially Don't forget, twice the amount book, of money that they made. They had the tour. They made a lot of money. Out so. They each and, earned about seven million nine hundred and fifty thousand. And it was a conservatorship, so that that's the thing that that hurt him too is that he didn't even know that he wasn't officially adopted until well after the NFL. Um, so, he, but, and and when he got had a lawyer look into it, the lawyer was like, "No, dude, you weren't adopted. So because you weren't adopted, you're not entitled to any of the rights of the family because you weren't adopted. Instead, they signed you up for a conservatorship." and basically can do whatever you want because or whatever they want because you signed your rights away to their conservatorship i never saw that movie so i i don't it's actually a pretty good movie and i i heard it was a good movie um so what did why did the family need to adopt him quote unquote in the first place why what was going on in his life that he needed these people to come in and so he had a rough child right there's What's a that? book about this the movie's based on a book called the blind side okay yeah um i don't know the story I, I don't know. Yeah. So why, why, why did he need their help? So he, it wasn't that he was, it was that he was coming up, I guess, in the ghetto, right. Had a rough family life. And then I guess in school, he was close friends with, I think their son. And so he would like stay over at their house and, you know, the family liked him so much that they decided to adopt him. And it kind of leads you to believe too that because he had talent and they knew that he was going to go to college, that that might have also been a thing. Now, the movie kind of makes it claim that like Sandra Bullock taught him football, you know, um, which I don't know how true that is or not. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, the, well, I, I can't I, really I speak more to that. That's just kind of what I remember from the movie. Possibly with the, I, again, I haven't seen the movie, but maybe that family did teach him discipline to keep his mind on the game, right? That, that would make more sense as to what they would provide him. Right. Well, and they provided him stable income. And you know? is he getting into trouble at this time? No. So he's not getting any trouble. Why, why would his parents agree to him living with this family? Because they were shitty parents. I think he was actually neglected. I think, uh, I think he, I don't think he had both parents. I think he only had one of them. I can't remember of which, but I think they were, um, like drug addicts and you know neglect and you know all those horrible things and okay. you know um and so was he was he did he help write the book i don't know because if he didn't help write the book then that's their intellectual intellectual property right i mean well, that, that's part, the of, the court, that part of the huh? court case too is to take him off the conservatorship or take them off the conservatorship so that's also a part of it yeah I so mean, I, so it's definitely an ugly story because 
like the the thing up until now is that everybody saw this as a feel good story, right? I mean, this guy was also even at like the ESPYS, you know, which is like the sports awards that you know is hosted by ESPN. Um, like you know, sharing you know, and and multiple like speaking engagements, like giving kudos to his family and love, and they're all up on stage and you know everything else, and then come to find out now that it was you know supposedly all a lie, right? Well, that uh, that kind of sucks. So, uh, what's his name, Michael Orr? Yeah. So I would say that this is possibly a, a vast uh, miscalculation by him because he can make a ton of money on speaking engagements, right? A ton of money. If this is about money, then he could he can make that money easily on speaking engagements. And I don't and understand does, why he's not doing that. And it does kind of like say, well, why is he doing it now? Well, I mean, he had his own money from the NFL. Obviously, maybe that money's drying up. Who right. knows? You know, yeah. um, or maybe he actually just found out about it and it was pissed and wanted to take action in the courts. You know, who knows? It's kind of fucked up to take advantage of a kid saying that. And this is all allegedly, by the way, um, that, you know, you're going to get adopted by this stable, loving family who cares and loves for you. And then come to find out they never adopted you, but instead, you know, uh, you know, manipulated you into signing your rights away through a conservatorship. But the money he made in the NFL didn't go to them. Right? I don't think so, no. no. And so I wonder what that that agreement entailed, yeah. right? So because it could have just been a legal agreement to protect their assets, right? Because they were afraid of a situation like this arising. Because you are right. taking an unknown child into your home, and you don't know what they're what what they're capable of. Truly, you don't, right? Like, oh, sure, they're friends with my son, but do you really know that kid? Um, so it is, why would you, but if that was true, then why would you, why would you do the conservatorship on him? Right. Like I get it. If they want to take legal protections for themselves, right. Right. Like their property and and stuff like that. But why control his life? Right. But it doesn't seem like they did. Once he made it into the NFL, he made his money. Right. There, is there any claim that they took his NFL money? I don't know. I don't think so. But I mean, he still didn't get. But nobody would have known who he was if it wasn't for the book and the movie and all that. So you're saying that he might not have had the NFL career without the book and the movie? Um, it's possible, or it had stayed in the NFL as long as he did. Well, then because the movie came out right around the time, like I think he was in the NFL for like a season or two, right around the time that the movie came out. If okay. I'm, you know, I could be wrong on that, but I think it was it was around that because I remember that at the end of the movie they did a thing like on him like they showed the real him and he was in like his baltimore ravens jersey you know and i think it was right around so i think he was still playing ball right i mean but i mean who wouldn't want to see that movie and instantly fall in love with the guy and then you know the nfl is a brutal fucking game right i mean um people get traded all the time and released and cut all the time especially guards right i mean this isn't like a famous quarterback or a running back this is a dude protecting the quarterback which is another thing that they made it all big in the movie was like, you know, he, he was a big dude um, that just, he was always protecting people. Right. And so they were like, Oh, well, you know, we'll make you left guard, protect the the quarterback's blind side and, and, you know, go from there. Um, but yeah, it could have played a role in his well, success. Absolutely. and staying I, I, in. Because, because uh, the cynic in me also says that these parents probably invested in him so much because he did have a chance in the NFL. Right. Right. Because, okay. So, That's what I'm thinking too. So you do have this guy who has a potential to get in the NFL and make millions of dollars. Right. And so most people I want to say, won't just do that out of the kindness of their heart. They're like, they, they don't see a kid and they're like, Hey, I just want to make sure that he, he makes the most of his life. Right. A lot of people are kind of, what's in it for me right right and so maybe they did look at it that way and, and they thought if we take this kid in maybe he'll take care of us but shame on them too that's that's totally taking advantage of him though right i mean but, that's not loving it, and supporting him i mean that's taking, but that's, that that's the cynic in me that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that that's what happened right but it's also the other side of the story is that that love and that support that they did give to him even if it was artificial might have actually spurred his career into the nfl it might have given him the discipline and the, the focus that he needed to make it in the NFL. And then not only that, the book that they released around this story 
actually increased his profile to the level that his career was extended. And so it's mutual. But it beneficial. also increased their profile too. Right. I right. Mean, and so, it, but yeah. that's, that's mutually beneficial, right. For yeah. both parties. So yeah. in, in that situation, um, if both parties mutually benefited from it, why come after the, the parents? Uh, right. Because prior to this, he, I don't, did he have anything negative to say about them? No, he, no, see, he had good ties with them all the way through and through until he found out that he wasn't adopted by them. So I'm thinking like to him, right. He's probably seeing this as, and I don't know him. Right. So what the fuck do I know? Right. But I'm assuming that it may be a little bit, he feels betrayed. Right. Like he thinks that, okay, this family says that they've cared and loved him this for decades. Mm-hmm. Right. And then kind of find out, well, no, they didn't because they didn't even never want to adopt me. And instead they just want the conservatorship. And then on top of that, they don't give me any royalties from my life story. Well, right? here's, here's so well, I can see where story. he's betrayed also, by that. Also their life story to be fair to them. And what I would want to hear. But nah, it, here, okay, here's, a here's, little bit. It's here's, mostly here's, about him. Here's what I would want to see to kind of get to the truth of this whole situation is did Michael Orr get into financial trouble, right? Did he, did he burn through that NFL money and now he's right. upset and he wants to make some cash on the side. Now, when he when he gets into financial trouble and he's not the big NFL star, are these two parents still taking care of him? Are they still reaching out to him? Are they still opening their house to him? Are they still sending him money? Are they still? Oh, he's broke him? off all contact with them. Well, no, no, I'm prior to this right now. Okay, uh, so prior to him cutting off contract uh, contact, if he went through any kind of financial hardship, did they make an effort to assist him? Right? Here's here's a plan to get you back on your feet. Here's a financial plan. Here we can invest money so then you can get back on your feet. Maybe we can send you over on this, this book tour, this speaking tour to get you back on your feet. If they were making loving and sincere efforts to help him get back on his feet, assuming that he got in any kind of financial trouble, then then I think that dismisses them in, in this situation. Now, if he got to the point where he's making money and then he loses that money and then they cut off ties, they're like, oh, you know what? you aren't not beneficial to us anymore. We're not making any money off of you. There's no potential to make money off of you. And then we, they quit talking to him. Then that, I think that proves intent that all along they, they took him into that house. So then they could make money off of him when he was younger. I think really the actions here near the end or what's going to prove what the intent at the beginning was, was now, it truly to help assume... this kid out or was it because they thought he could make money in the NFL? So here, but here's the, also the other angle, right? Like we don't know his financial status. He may be financially good, right? right we yeah. don't know. Maybe he just wants to get what's due to him, which is money off of his life story. But right? is it due to him? Uh, That's the question. Huh? That's the question. Uh, yeah. So dude, if I made a book about you right. and made a movie about you, but didn't mm-hmm. pay you for it at all, would you be oh, pissed off at that? I would be regardless very, of your financial situation, regardless of my financial situation. Right. Would you would not be, be pissed? I, and, I would be mad at you. I would be very mad at you. I would. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's but, the, what's going on here. But that doesn't mean I'm 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 so Da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa, right? Does Mona Lisa deserve the um the dividends from that painting? Some of them. Does the does yeah. You, you, but she deserves a, well, she deserves when, an investment, right? But that so was before if, copyright if put, laws and but, okay, all that no, but, stuff. But an artist, too, but. an artist pays a model to come in. He draws that model, right? And then that that painting takes off, right? That's his art. That's but his, that's the other that, thing too that is, is that, that you're is getting hold permission. On, hold on, hold on. you're getting permission is, from that model. Okay, he didn't give them permission because they had the conservatorship. Okay, I paint I paint a painting of of France next to the Eiffel Tower and you happen to be standing in the picture and I paint your likeness in my painting and I don't give you any money. Are you entitled to that money? If I take a picture on, on social media, if I post a picture that goes viral, are you entitled to that money? In, it, in situations of war, when we have these National Geographic photographers who take these photographs, are those soldiers and those children entitled to that money and the, the, the money, the monies that these, these photographers make? So there's okay. You, you asked me like four different things, but well, it's all, the, the, it's all different examples <laughs> of the same. Question. So the thing is, so if you're, if you're, you know, drawing something or taking a photo of me and I'm just like a passerby, then no. Right. But that's different than doing my whole life story. 
right? And you brought up the military. The military has no rights, right? Like, I mean, if the command says that they can do it, then they can do it, and then that's it. You have no rights. Now, when you get out, you do, but okay. not while you're serving, right? Okay. Um, okay, but, you're a firefighter but, on 9-11. With you're this a firefighter dude, on 9-11. Do you deserve money if somebody takes a picture of you? Okay, and a picture and your picture. whole life. This is his whole life story, dude. This isn't one right. picture. No, I'm understanding. This that. isn't one snapshot in time. This okay. is his whole life story, so, bro. So if a, if a reporter writes an article about Donald Trump or Joe Biden and makes money off that article, does Joe Biden or Donald Trump deserve money off that article? It depends on what the article is. If it's a news story, no, because it's the news, right? But if okay. they're doing something like a, like a, like a, autobiography or whatever then yes they and that's why people have other people write books about them and they get royalties from that story i'm just making a counter argument there right no i got you and there's just differences though between a quick snapshot or a quick story as opposed to you know your whole life story you know what i'm saying well, it's not a whole life story. Is it's a well, a his, story? It was no, because they they showed him from a kid all the way to the NFL. Okay, it was. Just, I mean, Grant is it every little thing? No, it's a two hour movie, right? But for the most part, it's his at that time a major part of his whole life story. Okay, and so yeah. when the movie came out and he's walking around promoting this movie, he why didn't did he not bring. He well, I don't promote. think he did. I don't I just, know. I just want you guys to know that the the entire conversation you're having, while absolutely thrilling in nature, is it, Rick has been talking to Natalie Portman this entire time. I've been oh, texting this entire time. So what are you talking to her about? I can't talk about it. Oh, well, you don't want to put her life story out there because mm-hmm. you're unreliable. She hasn't texted me back. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've been sending texts like, hey, where's my money? Hey, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Quit sending me your dick. I don't want to see that no more. All right. So Lee, what's the next story? Bad. Um. <laughs> so. Oh man, I, there's so much that I want to talk about, but people will just go down a rabbit hole. No, no, go ahead. No, I don't want to talk about any of that. No, no, I want to hear about it. I don't want, I want to talk about, about any of it. There's no rabbit hole here. There's so many. Which one? Do we have any Florida man stories? I'm sure we could find one. I'm just curious. That's what you want to talk about is a story that you're not aware of that you're just searching for. Well, I'm trying to avoid the stories that I would talk about. What story do you want to talk about? I don't know, dude. Four Loco. Let's talk about Four Loco. What is Four Loco? Uh, It was an alcoholic drink. It it was a beverage. Are you? Are you? Florida man steals the ambulance from hospital, drives it into mud. (laughs) That's it. Okay. Uh, Naked Florida, Florida man humps tree, punches deputy. Who's not been there before? Uh, California man. <laughs> California man would be humping a lot other things than just a tree. <laughs> Florida man with state, the actual state of Florida tattooed on his head, literally on his forehead, calls 911 for a ride home. That was a story. Oh, that goes back to our story we shared a couple episodes ago about why people call 911 for stupid shit. Yeah. I agree. These stories aren't that fantastic. I know. Yeah, I know. You're batting a thousand, Rick. I'm just throwing them out there. I was just trying to get us off that talk, so we're not going to talk about that, right? <laughs> I mean, you could have stopped us at any time. I except like for when keeping you guys your head go on a rant because I always hear like, "Oh, fucking Rick and it was a discussion. Fucking Rick and Duper having goddamn discussions about and you know all that shit." I sang K-pop in our last episode. That may be after this episode. I I just want to tease that right now that there was a point where I sang K-pop. We're such a mess now. We have no idea what order our episodes yeah. are released in. This is like, the best part of the, about this format. It's like, you <laughs> don't know, and the this... listener doesn't know what the fuck is coming next. Right. It's just going to be a surprise every time. <laughs> like, I, I get I get the feedback, <laughs> right? I'll get some texts or, you know, whatever. And they'll be like, hey, da 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 I heard that. And I'm like, what episode did what what yeah. just got released? Hey, I don't even guys, know. Guys, tune in tune in next week when we do a deep dive in the Plato's the cave. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> wait, like, Plato's the cave? The cave, the cave. The cave? The cave. The cave. The cave. The bears. I can't the say uh, I'm sorry, Greg. Four. The Angels are not making the playoffs, but Oh no, they're not. It's officially over. They went all in on Otani and he is gone. Not official. 
it's official. It's, official. it's not it officially sucks. over. It sucks. Uh, it's never over till it's oh over. God, they're getting railed right now by uh, the Rangers. They got railed by the Rangers yesterday too, as the time of this recording. And football's about to start up. Or football has football started. Already, football has started. We're actually preseason has already playoffs. started. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's over. This is a November episode, and we're <laughs> hitting the playoffs. But no, football's about to start up. Are you excited? These guys act like they don't know what's going on, and they have the same access that I do when I upload all this stuff, and they I have am. the app that shows everything, and yet they act surprised, like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, you guys I'm super awesome. excited for the NFL season. Are you? Yeah. I think the Supersonics have a real shot at it. Yeah, you don't work sports <laughs> anymore. I don't know what happened to you. Yeah. Super Bowl in Vegas, though, dude. You oh, going? dude, that's a nightmare. No, I'm not going. Why would I go to that? that... Why not? Support your home uh, Allegiant Stadium Super Bowl. I've not even been to Allegiant Stadium. I've been there for a tour. I haven't been there for a game. I've not been there. I actually want to cool. go to the um, the last uh, Pac-12 championship. I was talking about this with the uh, co-host of the uh, other ta- uh, pod, the sports pod. Take warning. You, you want to go to what? The... Well, because the Pac-12 doesn't exist after the season. Okay. So it would be kind of cool to go to the last Pac-12 championship. It's at Allegiant Stadium. That's why. We're Who's going to be in it? Like, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> the college football season has not started yet. Yeah, but oh. you know, the best two college got a couple teams weeks. in the uh, Pac-12 are going to be playing there. How Who's many teams are in the Pac-12? I don't know. Maybe eleven. <laughs> Could be eleven. <laughs> Pac-12 means twelve teams. Too. I'll text. I'll text. Uh, Natalie. Pac-12 is is twelve teams. Yes. Yes. So like Big but, Ten, ten teams. But but it's being dissolved. Big 12, so there's there's like no teams. Now. Is there is there no teams in the Pac-12 or is there so twelve teams? There's gonna be four teams and they're all like nobodies. Like the who's nobody? Uh, God, why do you put me on the spot like that? Arizona, I, Arizona State. I would question if they're nobodies. Why are, why were they even in the Pac-12 anyway? If Pac-12 is so because they're on the Pacific Coast. They're still uh, Division One teams. Basically, dupe the teams of the Pac-12 are joining other conferences. All the schools went to like the Big Ten, or uh, not the SEC, but they're mostly the Big Ten because of the money. It, there's more money, and the the problem was the Pac-12 wasn't getting a proper TV deal to make enough money for these schools, uh, <laughs> because the NIL has kind of decimated how schools make money and what they have to pay out. So they're trying to make more for themselves. So they're looking for big TV deals, and Big 12 said, "Hey, this is what's going to happen." You know. So there's four left. It's Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. None of them are that great. They're going to wind up in like Mountain West or something. I have an air sports story. You guys want to talk about an air sports story? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Are you guys ready? So yeah, the, according to the New York Post, there is a group called NAGA, N-A-G-A, the Native American Guardians Association. And they have over 90,000 signatures on a petition trying to bring back the name the Washington Redskins. It's about fucking time. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're in on this, huh? Fuck yeah. You want them back? Fuck yeah. Hmm. Bring the Redskins back. Fuck it. Commanders is stupid. Everybody knows them as the Washington Redskins. Um, I think we're we're past that area where, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I don't think this is something that everybody should be fretting over, right? I talked to you about that. Don't fret over shit that doesn't affect you. I don't think there's any uh, tribal nation out there that's like, ooh, he said Redskin. I mean, there might be one, but there's not. I, I don't think it's a majority thing, right? Like, if they took away the fighting Irish, I, I, I would. I, I'm not Irish. I'm more Scottish than German, but like, I would be. I'd be sad to see that go. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, well, for any reason, any legitimate, you know, like there's just no legitimate reason to do this. I, I can see if it's like super, super racist or something. And Rex, yeah. Redskin, it, is that is that considered like that derogatory of a term? It became one. It became one, but was it when it was created? I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I thought the history you. of that team, too, and I got to look it up, but I thought the history of that team was that they used the local reservation, like the, the folks there, the Native Americans there. Um, they They helped name that team. Yeah, just like like the Cleveland uh, Indians. Well, the Indians was actually one that they they everybody agreed like uh, they're Native Americans. Like you can't say that anymore. So I get that one, but the Redskins. But in the well, so that one is saying anything about the Atlanta Braves. 
the Indians used to that they used to be a term that you could use, and then it became a slur. Um, so I that that one's kind of questionable too. It really is. That that's like saying like the Negro Leagues, like we can't call it the Negro Leagues anymore. Like it, it's like rewriting the history of the well, sport. No, you can still say the Negro Leagues. Oh, you can still say it, but imagine if you took that away. Like I don't think you should be able to take that away. You shouldn't take that away. That that no, was their league, right? For the period of time, and there's is. there's a lot of history there. Um, I, I think tradition matters. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of taking away names, renaming stuff, just because a couple, because Rick and Natalie Portman got upset and, and offended. You know, you don't need to talk about our personal life. <laughs> <laughs> life. It's just uh, it is what it is. I mean, they got to be very careful with that women's NHL league not to come up with any offensive names. Exactly. Either. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Greg, you got anything else for us? No, man. Good show. Um, You know, I was expecting you to give more feedback on that Michael Orr story and you kind of like zoned out, which was cool. Um, But anyway, email us at info <laughs> at takewarning.network. Um, appreciate y'all. Uh, hit us up on social me media with your thoughts. I'll put... uh. We also have interesting polls on Spotify if you listen to us there. So feel free to answer those polls. Give us your feedback. Um, you know, we love you all. Subscribe, like, all that stuff. We also got episodes on YouTube, so check that out as well. And that's all I have. Okay. You're welcome for this quality take warning content. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Rate us wherever you can. And always share this fine product. Spread it like herpes in the 90s.